This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends new cartridges before you run out. So you never have to think about ink. For details, visit hp.com slash instant ink Spotify. Conditions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Signals from the Frontline. Uh, today, I am Petey Pop and Larry. How's We're going, going to be filling in for Reese and Frankie, who are currently at Adepticon, playing in an Age of Sigmar team tournament right now as we speak. I hope they're doing all right. Reese did give me some uh, feedback. Not feedback. Reese did give me some uh, news on how they're doing, so we'll go over that a little bit later. Oh. You guys can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube, as well as Instagram, and you can join our forums. There, there are We do have forums. You can go on there. You can talk to us on there. And you can also talk to us, as Jason would have me say, on Tinder. We are Tinder now. No one ever swipes left, right on us. I think swipe right. That's the good one, right? right I don't Tinder. I, I, yeah, I mean, you know, everyone's on Tinder. Adepticon's on Tinder. I mean, I'd swipe GW's right. On, I would swipe I, everyone right swipes right on GW. They, <laughs> they should have a business Tinder. That would actually be kind of cool. You, you, you know, you go into Tinder and you're just kind of like swiping left and right on mom and pop shops. Someone do that. You mean like Yelp? I think so. K- kind of like Yelp, but but in app form. Like lazy Yelp. Right, lazy Yelp. Okay. <laughs> well, we also sell tabletop games and supplies at up to 25% off, including GW stuff. Hit us up if you want to make your next gaming order. You go to frontlinegaming.org. You can order one of our many FLG mats. We actually announced new designs for the new FLG mats, and they look amazing. There's actually more than, I think there's about 30 designs now. There's It's a lot. There's, there's a, a lot ton of them out. now. Uh, so go mm-hmm. ahead and you can pre-order those. And then you can also order GW product. You can order uh, some of our new ITC terrain from our ITC terrain line. And you can go into the secondhand shop and sell us your used models or go to our eBay store and buy used models. The used models are they're great. They're up to 50 to 60% off MSRP a lot of the time. So go there, guys. And then, of course... Um, Hit us up, orders at frontlinegaming.org if you want to order GW stuff from us. Cool. On to the news. We're going to just go, basically we're just going to cover everything that uh, Adepticon, that GW announced at Adepticon. Um, Adepticon's here. Reese and Frankie are hard at work battling in the Age of Sigmar team event. Frankie and Andy, uh, Andy from GW, they actually won their first game. So and congratulations to them. Yeah, max points, uh, which, is, which is awesome. Frankie and Andy, they're running uh, Zinch. I think I think both of them just flat out went with Zinch Demonkin. Andy's um, not running uh, Archeon. I thought it was the Fate Weaver Archeon combo. I think I think him. Andy's running Fate Weaver. I think I actually think that's what they're going for. Uh, and if you haven't seen Andy's Fate Weaver that our studio painted for him, go ahead and do that. Just go over to the last episode of Signals from the Frontline, Signals number five sixteen. Holy crap! That Lord of Change is amazing. Like Brandon went full on all out with that model. Like yeah. there, there's freehand spirals. All over the model, it looks like it's integrated into the plastic. It's just, it's, it's a gorgeous model. Frankie, or Brandon outdid himself there. By the way, two days it took him. Oh, so only took him two, only two days. days. Oh, Brandon. And of course, uh, Brandon is the head of our paint studio. If you want to get your stuff painted by Frontline Gaming, you can go ahead and go to painting at frontlinegaming.org. Email us for a quote. Uh, we're we're going to go over some stuff that we painted a little later on in the show. And then Reese and Jez, they lost their first game. Oh, I didn't hear that. Uh, yeah, no, Reese oh. lost. He called He called me up to tell us how they were doing. And he was like, yeah, Andy and Frankie won. They did really good. 
And I was like, oh, how'd you guys do, Reese? And he's like, oh, I think I gotta go. And I was like, no, 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 you gotta, you gotta tell us how you're doing. <laughs> so so Reese, Reese and Jess lost. Um, they, they lost a really tough Savage Orcs and Iron Jaws list. Uh, I guess the Savage Orcs player was running some battalion um, that just dished out a bunch of shots. I forgot the name of it, but it, it's pretty popular and pretty well known in the competitive Age of Sigmar community. Um, it's, it's a brutal formation battalion, whatever you want to call it. Um, so they lost to that. Hopefully they can recoup and win the rest of their games and represent Frontline Gaming. Um, and then also, uh, the for the Age of Sigmar, uh, the, uh, what, what are they called? I think they're called the Vanguard tournaments, um, the Vanguard events. I'm not familiar. So, so the Age of Sigmar main events, uh, a, GW, a GW person, I think GW Chris, I think he won both events with Stormcast Eternals, um, which is pretty cool. He won with some Stormcast Eternals with the new Varengard, who with basically their crazy bolt guns that they have. Oh. They're like storm bolters, the sniper Vanguard rifle Raptors. things. Yeah, the Raptors. Yeah. Um, so we won with that, which which is really cool. Um, GW definitely they definitely come out to play when they came out. Um, when they came out and talked to us at the LVO, they knew Age of Sigmar. Uh, Rob and Eddie and the rest of the GW team, they they played, that's all they played. They played Age of Sigmar and they were really, oh, like really good at Age of Sigmar. Um, so it's really cool that they're they're out there and they're competing and they're kind of fostering a competitive community in Age of Sigmar. And not competitive like like they're they're trying to steamroll people because they're obviously, they're great hobbyists too. They all have beautiful armies. Well, and also, they're not as lazy fair as they used to be. So no. They're, they're very hands-on now. No, they're, really they're cool. extremely hands-on. It's awesome. Uh, speaking of Adepticon announcements, Forge World just announced the release of their new Legio Custodes Sagittarum Guard and a Mechanicum Karaknos Assault Tank. I feel like I might have spelled that or said that wrong. Karaknos Assault that three Tank. Times fast. Karaknos Assault Tank. Okay, I'm, I'm done. Karaknos, Karaknos. Not even sure. Um, <laughs> the Legio Sagittarum Guard are they're, they're basically Custodes um, with these big, huge bolter bolt guns. Um, mm -hmm. Their armor's not as bulky. They, they look kind of like the Custodes equivalent of Scouts, but with crazy big guns. So they look pretty cool. And then, of course, the tank is a very, looks like it's a variant of the giant train tank that is available to the Mechanicum. Um, it looks kind of like if you got that tank and then you put the chassis inside of a Land Raider chassis. And so it's, it's kind of like the a, a big train thing with Land Raider treads. It, it's really cool. It's, it's a really interesting looking model. It's kind of reminiscent of the, the old school Land Raider, just with a lot more detail. You know, talk about the old, the old Oh, oh yeah, the little, the little tiny square small thing. Could it be, could be like a Rhino size now? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> the, the Mark II, I think. Yeah, Anyways, it's cool looking. Yeah, it's a cool, cool looking tank. Um, GW also shared some of their rules concepts. Uh, that they're currently working on and gave us a quick peek at some of the stuff that we might get we might get to use in the future. It's great that GW is reacting at, or reaching out to the community and the community leaders like Reese and Frankie, the Adepticon team, the Nova team. And you know, it, it's the the fact that they even talked about these rules concepts to us and kind of gave us insight into what they're thinking about. And they're basically they're working, they're always working, they reminded us that they're always working to improve the game. Um, they're always working on rules concepts, rules ideas, and this is just kind of giving us a sneak peek at their thought processes and the direction that they may take the game in, in the future. Um, so so that's good, that's huge. The fact that they also gave kudos to Reese and Frankie and the Depticon team and Mike from Nova is big too because it shows that they 
that they're serious about their rules creating and they're serious about making the best possible game for us. So that's awesome. Uh, guys, you guys are a very vocal community and GW is listening and they're very responsive. Um, so that combination has given us some amazing things so far, like the GW FAQ, um, like the, I imagine part of the Gathering Storm books are in part because of our feedback. Um, so great, uh, keep letting GW know your opinion. This kind of stuff is awesome. And I'm really kind of glad that they shared a little bit of it with us. It's amazing because yeah. I mean, remember back in the day, it would take a year for getting an FAQ. Now we get them in like a day or two when people complain. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, we haven't gotten our FAQ yet. Well, you know, some people have been waiting years oh. for some sort of FAQ. But, but anyways, that's the old GW. We don't need to talk about the old GW. They've turned over a new leaf and uh, I'm excited. They Very also much. announced a new challenger has appeared in the 41st millennium the new 41st millennium now that i guess the storm is already here i don't know if, if the storm has been gathering for three books i don't know if it's going to continue to gather um but the death guard they are coming to town and guillemin is ready did you see the video i did I, the video is actually linked right there in in the podcast show notes so good uh, so the, excited uh, the models are are really actually really cool i'm not i'm not a big chaos guy like i've never really liked the, like the spikes and the the ooze and you know the slanashi stuff and the tentacles and the chaosy bits um but those death guard actually look really cool i like that they look they look menacing they look creepy they have like they're not just space marines with horns they're, no, they're cool. I no, mean, they've got their they've got gashes in their armor with like weird with flesh, pale flesh creep peeking out. The one dude with the smile from ear to ear, is oh, pretty yeah. cool. Oh yeah, no. So so the Death Guard, they're coming. Um, I'm really excited because mostly because if you've read the Gathering Storm three book, um, then this is minor spoiler. So a quick minor spoiler alert for you guys. Okay, hopefully they had enough time to minimize their browser. Pause it. <laughs> <laughs> um, minor spoiler alert. Basically, uh, Mortarion knows that Guillemin is out there, and he basically said, "I'm coming for you," right? So, so Nurgle kind of unleashed, kind of messed with Guillemin a little bit in the book, and Mortarion's and his Death Guard—they're gonna come for McCrack, or not McCrack? Maybe they're gonna come for uh, the Terra or wherever, whatever they want to do. They're coming. They're coming. So I'm super excited. Uh, Guillemin—he's you know—he's got to get his armor, his muscles ready. Just beat up Magnus. Took a lot, but he's gonna do it. He just beat up. Uh, um, what the big bloodthirster with the with who's Scarbrand? Wins. Scarbrand just just got in a fight with Scarbrand. You know he's he's pumped, man. He's ready to fight another demon primarch. I don't know. My money's on Mortarion. What? <laughs> yeah, it's Mortarion. So I mean, listen, Guillemin. It, it took a lot, but he took out Magnus. Okay. Right. Magnus is a psyker. Yeah, Mortarian's he's a bad mamajama. Mortarian's a bad mamajama. He got his heart. All all Gimen has to do is say Drago, and Mortarian's heart will explode because Drago carved his name into Mortarian's heart. All right, I I'm, I'll dig, I dig, I digress on that one. I don't even <laughs> say that. You know, plot armor always wins in those in those forty k narratives. Sure. <laughs> so so I, my money is on Gimen. Um, anyways, guys, who do you guys think is going to win a fight in a fight between Mortarion and Gaiman? Um, uh, if, it, if the Gathering Storm books are any indication, it's definitely going to be an action-packed fight, and neither one of them is going to have a clear upper hand. Um, although, I think Larry's right. I think Demon Primarchs are, are a little bit stronger than their Imperium counterparts. But Gaiman does have that crazy suit of armor. Yeah, but Gaiman, and the sword. Emperor's yeah, but Gaiman's sword. all emo right now. He's not in a good mental state. 
He's always in a good mental state. That's that's the beauty. About? That's yeah, the, the beauty whole... of Guillemin is okay. that he's always he's the one Primarch who is just always unfazed and logical no matter what. Even Horus. This is like talking to a Superman fan. I'm just gonna stop because there's no. <laughs> there's no argument. Guillemin's yeah, perfect. Guillemin's perfect. <laughs> All right. Uh, they also announced Warhammer Shadespire Underworlds. Uh, Very which which is a tactical combat arena board game that GW is releasing. Uh, it looks very fun. If you guys got a chance to play Gore Chosen, which is a very similar style game where champions fight on the board, uh, and then you can kind of like spring traps on your opponents and just murder them, and you get to pick your character. Uh, this is <laughs> seems very similar it's in the very similar mold. Uh, Gangs of Kimura, which is another release that they made. Uh, was also in the kind of same mold in terms of like a combat arena board game. Uh, but Gangs of Kimura was a little different because you used bikes. Um, some movements were a little bit different. But it's the same kind of style. And uh, there's also a female Stormcast Eternal model, which I thought was kind of cool. She's actually in this... I, I, I forgot her name. There was uh, pictures of her online um, and her rules from because basically people got to test this game at Adepticon. And so people were using her, and people took pictures of her card and the pictures of her model. And it's kind of cool. I, I do like that it's not just the fact that they made a female Stormcast Eternal, um, which is cool. But the, the precedent to that sense is that Stormcast Eternals have personalities, which I, I think is actually kind of more cool than just a female Stormcast Eternal. Well, they're, they're just awoken heroes from back in the day, right? They get right, right, right. They were into the armor, right, right. They so they were awoken heroes, but I always saw them as faceless automatons, kind of, kind of like, kind of like how uh, humans see space marines now, or like rubric marines, right? Or like rubric marines. Uh, so, so it's kind of cool that they're giving these Stormcast Eternals uh, more of personalities. Um, so I'm looking forward to some named Stormcast Eternal characters. Um, maybe maybe you might have like a Cypher-esque Stormcast Eternal character. That may be kind of cool. Mm -hmm. um, just, just drawing from the cool characters in the 41st millennium and then kind of applying their basic rules concepts and their basic uh, narrative concepts to Stormcast Eternal's models. You know, we might have like a cool sniper Stormcast Eternal model other than the Knight Vexelior uh, or Venator, whatever the Knight with the bow is. I think it's the Venator. Venator. Yeah. And the Little Hawk. Uh, so so that's kind of cool. I, I do like that that they're they're going in that direction, and I think that's a good direction to take the Stormcast Eternals um, because they they they're really popular. So you kind of want to start branching out there and, and going into more uh, detail there. Okay, moving on, we have some completed commissions for you guys. We have a Thousand Suns Army that Pascal DeForest, one of our paint studios, did. Uh, it's it's gorgeous. Holy crap, this, the pictures in here are just a small taste of the entire army. It's basically a full 2,000 point Thousand Suns army. Uh, they've got Magnus, they've got Scarab Occult Terminators, Rubric Marines, some uh, Sorcerers on Discs. They did some Spawns. Some Spawns. Zangors. Zangors. And then of course Magnus the Red, who actually isn't on here, on this picture. Anyways, the, they're beautiful models, check those out if you want to get your models painted. By Frontline Gaming, you can go to painting at frontlinegaming.org. Once again, I highly recommend it. It's a great, great service. Our prices are really competitive, and we have a full team of artists now here in studio. Um, so if you want to get a large commission painted, um, we do. We are on like a three-month back order right now, uh, just Something just because like of so many people are, are lining up. Um, so <laughs> in the future, if you guys want to get your armies painted by us, uh, we can do it with, with our team and get it done 
pretty quickly. So I know they're flying through commissions right now. They're, they're, they're working pretty quickly. Yeah. Look. Okay, guys. So that's pretty much the episode. Sorry it was kind of short this time. We pretty much just had Adepticon news to cover. And we are all preparing for the weekend and preparing for fun, good times. And all the exciting stuff on the way. Right. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. All Have right, a good thanks, one. Thanks, guys.